Welcome to Garbage and Gold, the podcast that is pleasantly playful, perennially passionate, and perfectly pithy. Ooh, I'm Lisa. And I am Lindsay. Each week, we pick the worst and the best of a certain topic and present our ideas for each other and for you listeners. Then you all have the ability to weigh in on who you agree with more and share your picks with us. We will give you more information about how you can do that at the end of the show. But before we dive into our topic for this week's episode, let's hit the recap and poll results from last week's episode. So, Lisa, Mm -hmm. the votes are in for our Brat Pack movie episode. Yes. 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 Mm-hmm. It was an interesting week this week. A lot of Lisa alt accounts were, <laughs> were, were, were happening. I've had to make more because you're on to me. So. <laughs> That's right. Every new Twitter commenter, I just assume is you. Um, <laughs> especially when they, when they vote for you. Um, but, but the results are in. And I would love to share them with you. Please. Okay. So in the garbage showdown between my garbage of weird science and your garbage of mannequin, which we agreed halfway through the episode is this, <laughs> the, same the same movie, same. Um, you do win, which is a win okay. for both of us. <laughs> uh, yes, you are right. Yay us. <laughs> Yay us. <laughs> then in the gold showdown between my gold movie of The Breakfast Club... And your gold movie of the very cheating Ferris Bueller's Day Off, I do win. You did, yes. I did. It is so quintessential. I understand. I was glad people did vote for Ferris Bueller's Day Off, though, so I respect that. I like it. My favorite vote for Ferris Bueller's Day Off was when someone uh, took back their vote for Ferris. (laughs) Yeah, that was Dante's Belmont. Yep. Uh Uh-huh, you sure did. Thanks, Dante. He's like, oh, no, wait. (laughs) Oh, no, wait. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Wait a minute. The more I think about this, the more I think cheaters never prosper. I love it. It was so great. It was really good. Uh, I liked it. I like that he is invested enough in the show and the integrity of the voting to to do such things. And so I sincerely appreciate it. I thought it was great. Lisa, do you have some favorite listener comments? I do. I have one this week. It's from at Jason Ariola on Twitter. He said, going with the Lisa sweep, mannequin is the actual worst and Ferris Bueller is great. Hashtag Lisa alt account. So I'm really giving myself a shout out here for my alt account. <laughs> That's correct. Which, deep cut, Jason has been a listener since the beginning. So I have had <laughs> alt accounts since episode one. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no! I feel like those those like TV shows where all of a sudden there's a twist and you're like, oh my gosh, that's what just happened to me. It's like you have to like Lisa go back and rewatch from the me. beginning to like put it all together. Oh, the trust is now broken. <laughs> uh, now I'm going to go back and look at Jason's voting record. Jason, Jason, Jason. If but if that's I were a real good name. alt account user, I would have to alternate a little bit. It would be too obvious. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm going to look and see what Jason voted for for 90s music, and then we will know. <laughs> okay, what are your listener comments this week? Okay, so I have two today. Okay. Um, my first one is from Dane Turwald on Twitter, who said who voted for you for both, and he said, Ferris Bueller is good. No, Lisa did not hack my Twitter. Um, I believe that's the first thing a hacker says is, <laughs> nope, I didn't hack t- anything. So there you go. Um, and then my second one... <laughs> And this controversial 
is Chris Schroeder on Twitter. He says it doesn't matter that Ferris Bueller's Days Off is considered a Brat Pack movie. The Breakfast Club is the clearly superior film. But in all truth, Lindsay almost (laughs) lost my vote with all of her very rude complaining. Um, Excuse me. Uh, There will always be justice for honesty and playing by the rules. That's not complaining. That's enforcing and re- reinforcing the the uh structure of our podcast so it's not complaining really set you off is because when i do it it's passion when you do it it's complaining oh my goodness (laughs) okay first of all if a man did it, it would be considered just making sure that everyone's playing by the rules. But if it's a woman, it is me complaining. Why don't you also tell me how I am calculating and manipulative instead of strategic? Oh, we could do this all day. Feminist rant all day. <laughs> just another average day for us, if we're being honest. <laughs> that, that's correct. Yeah. Okay. So then the other thing I want to address before we get on to the show is the mass Singer is back. Mm-hmm. Uh, so and that we covered on Patreon last season. Mm-hmm. Last season was like literally a month ago, you guys. Just yep. so we're clear about that, it mm-hmm. like literally just happened. Um, but the next season's here, and what we're going to do for our sanity is uh, <laughs> how it is set up. Lindsay researched this today. Is there are three groups? There's group A, B, and C, and then they each like filter down until they start competing against each other. And that's the final nine. We will start our coverage of The Masked Singer Season 3 with the final nine on Patreon. That yes. That is our plan. And Lisa, you're so good at guessing that you had it figured out halfway through the season. And then it's like every week, it's like, well, there's nothing new to bring because that is this person. And I was just convinced that the fox was Jamie Foxx. And so that's yeah. all we talked about. And so to try to keep it fresh and interesting, Absolutely. we're going to come in late and still have it figured out, but hopefully closer to the finale <laughs> oh my god so good okay Woo. all right let's get on to the show all right Lisa, so we should probably let everyone know that we are actually recording the morning after yeah. the Super Bowl. Yes. Um, and we didn't mean to do this, but it's kind of nice because now we can talk about last yeah. night's game if we would like to. Yes. Um, but I, I don't know about that because our topic for today is <laughs> the garbage and gold of the Super Bowl. Yes. And yes. I bet you have some information for us about the Super Bowl. Show do. Yeah. So I'd like to say congratulations to the Chiefs. Also, <laughs> I had picked them to win. So I'm very happy about that. Um, but it was a good game in general. So that was mm-hmm. that was fun. It's always nice when it's a good game. And it's teams that aren't usually there. So it's yeah. my research today comes from <gasps> history.com. Whoa. It's like Not it's real research. Wikipedia. I know. The Super Bowl is a popular sporting event that takes place every year between the best of the NFC to the National Football Conference and the AFC to the American Football Conference in the National Football League, usually the first Sunday in February. It's broadcast in more than 170 countries, and it's one of the most watched sporting events ever with elaborate halftime shows, celebrity appearances, and uh, lots of fun commercials adding to the appeal. So 
Though the NFL officially formed in 1920, the Super Bowl didn't happen until more than 40 years later. In 1960, a group of businessmen who wanted to own football franchises, because even in 1960, people had too much money, nothing to do with it. So, fantastic. (laughs) Uh, They were denied by the NFL to do such a thing. So, they decided to make an alternative league known as the AFL, American Football League. So, then for a while, the NFL... And the AFL were rivals competing for fans, players, and support, whatever. And then they negotiated, and they did decide to merge the leagues by 1970. So the first Super Bowl actually has the AFL, who is the privately owned people in the NFL, which is the one that was formed in 1920. They would go against each other in the Super Bowl, and that was in 1966. And it was originally called AFL-NFL World Championship Game. Rolls mm. off the tongue. Okay. Yeah. Um, the Kansas City Chiefs owner at the time, Lamar Hunt, proposed using the term Super Bowl. So that's where that came from. Super Bowl four was the last game played between the two leagues and the Kansas City Chiefs. Again, one, they beat the Minnesota Vikings 23 to seven. Some of the big things about the Super Bowl that are not football related, the halftime show, um, the early Super Bowls featured modest marching bands from local high schools or colleges during halftime shows, which I love. (laughs) So some Hmm. viewers now consider the halftime show a bigger event than the actual game. So um, they've had internationally famed artists like Prince, Michael Jackson, U2, Madonna, Bruce Springsteen, Lady Gaga, Paul McCartney, Beyonce, Coldplay. Whatever. This year was Shakira and JLo, who both did amazing. They were they they, were amazing. they are amazing humans and I adore them. Have um, you watched the halftime shows um of Prince and Michael Jackson? Because they are on YouTube and they are so good. Yeah. I read a conspiracy theory yesterday. Uh shout out to Pete at Praise the Game for this, but that he was asking Ellie's like, okay, this is all lip sync, right? And someone was saying that the last time anybody has actually performed live at the Super Bowl was Prince. And then mm. since then, it's been, like, um, pre-recorded, whatever, and lip-synced. Yeah. So, I don't know. So, other facts about the Super Bowl. The NFL restricts the use of the phrase Super Bowl for advertising purposes. So, this is why a lot of companies refer to it as the big game, and they can't call yeah. it the Super Bowl, or they restrict it. So, I assume that means you have to pay the NFL to use it. Super Bowl Sunday is the second largest day for food consumption in the U.S., with only Thanksgiving ahead of it. Woo! People eat more on Super Bowl Sunday than, like, on Christmas. That's weird. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. And then a typical 30-second commercial that airs during the Super Bowl costs advertisers. Um, it was estimated this year. So this year for 2020, the uh, 30-second spot for Super Bowl was between $5 million and $5.6 million. Wow. Yeah. Tis spendy. So, all right. That is the background on the Super Bowl of what it is and why. Lindsay? What is the garbage? What is the worst part about the Super Bowl to you? <clears throat> so um, <laughs> this is a little meta, but the worst part of the Super Bowl is actually the football game. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a few reasons why the football game is garbage. And I did no research. So I would just like you to know that this, this is all is fantastic. And I'm here for it. <laughs> Lindsay's opinion. And yes. um yeah. Welcome to the podcast, everybody. This is great. Yes, I love Sometimes it. Sometimes I look for research that supports my opinions, but not this time. I love not it. Not doing it this time. Um, so so there's a few reasons why I think the game uh, is garbage. But, you know, what the Super Bowl has become known for is the commercials. It's known for the parties. It's known for the um, 25 hours of pre-pre-pre-pre-coverage, which mm-hmm. is probably my honorable mention for mm-hmm. the game. Because, like... 
every player on every team who has any kind of tragic backstory We're gonna gets hear about it. 30 minutes of being interviewed. And it's, but what's hard is it's this buildup for this game that's supposed to be amazing. But because of so many commercials and things like that, the game is very like, choppy like mm-hmm. there's so many commercial breaks you're not really watching like anything develop so it's like oh i'm gonna watch this big play oh we're gonna take five minutes for commercials oh we're gonna watch a play oh here's more commercials and so like the best part about watching a football game is watching football mm. and at the super bowl it feels like you just can't do it because it's so there's so many other things going on like if you really care about the game a 15 minute halftime show is way too long like it just feels right. like the spectacle of it has overshadowed the actual game okay um, the other thing is um players are nervous because it's so mm-hmm. big and it's so watched and so you if your team is in the super bowl a lot of times you will watch your favorite players and you're like they have never done that Right. They've never made this kind of mistake. What is going on? And they've worked themselves so up that they can't just do their job and play their game. Mm-hmm. Like it, it, it just mm-hmm. feels like they're just a little bit off. And, and what that means then usually is you really don't start to see your team settle down until the second quarter. And then yeah. they settle down just in time to have to go sit in the locker room for 15 minutes because mm-hmm. JLo needs to dance for yeah. the people. Um, yeah. and so the like momentum is weird. It just feels, it feels weird. And another reason why the game is the worst part of the Super Bowl is so often it's the same teams showing up mm-hmm. all the time. So this year it was exciting because it wasn't the yes. same teams. Thank but like you. you usually have to sit there and watch the Patriots. Yeah. Yeah. It's the game. The game is the worst part. Yeah. Yeah. I do have in some of my research for my garbage. Actually, I will share this with you. This is the statistic. There's only 11 minutes of action in a football game. Yeah. So the action when condensed, so this doesn't include getting information, this doesn't right. include any of that other stuff. This would be like punt returns, you know, whatever, 11 minutes. Right. And a football game broadcast is what, three and a half hours? Three hours? Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. Well, and like, <laughs> and like, if you know a lot about football, and uh-huh. you can, like, watching them line up and trying to be like, okay, what's the strategy? Right. In this? The and formation. Like, how, ooh, yeah. They got to mm-hmm. figure out how to cover this person or whatever. But yeah. in the Super Bowl, you don't even really get to see much of that because mm-hmm. they're too busy being at commercial. Not good. You don't get to see a lot of coaches yelling at players during the Super Bowl because ain't I nobody got time for that. It really dovetails into my garbage, but I, I'll hold off on it. But they do try to present it in a different way. Yeah. And that feels yeah. very uh, fraudulent, which yeah. drives me bananas. So, yeah, yeah it, it and, is very, like, try to make it wholesome and fun and whatever. And it's like, mm. yeah, okay, like, if you've been watching this season, and I, I don't think that is the case with these two teams, personally. Right. Yeah. I were in the Super Bowl this year. I think that, you know, both coaches are great, whatever. But there are sometimes where you're like, oh, okay, this is not great. Or, you yeah. know, there are players that are problematic. And that is definitely minimized for the Super Bowl. Yeah. Without being authentic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And here's a question, because I haven't watched the game, like, actually live in a long time. But, like, I feel like the people who are the best at color commentary are not necessarily the ones at the Super Bowl, because you have to have the cute sideline reporters, and you have to have all this other stuff. And so instead of having someone on the sidelines who's, like, super knowledgeable about the game, you have the commentator who's just, like... Oh my gosh, let's try to talk to that person. Yeah. 
I think that, well, I don't know. I think they do a good job with that personally, but the, okay. uh, and like the pre-show, I, I usually watch ESPN. So it's people that have done it always, whatever. But during the game, this is an honorable mention for me too, for my garbage. Uh, it's contracted. So the Super Bowl is, it depends on the network that it's on. So there are certain commentators that are contracted by certain networks. So like, you know, uh, Tony Romo, I think is CBS or whatever. Mm-hmm. So he can never do commentary for the Super Bowl if it's on Fox because right. it, whatever. Uh, so that means that Joe Buck is at the <laughs> Super Bowl and I hate yeah. Joe Buck. I yeah. hate Joe Buck. And you know what Joe yeah. Buck hates? Baseball. And you know what he had to commentate? <laughs> the World Series. So that is carrying over for me. And I hate him. I hate Joe Buck. Yeah. It's just not good. It's just like I would much rather watch a mid-season game. Yes. That maybe has higher stakes than just a normal game. But like Yeah, yeah I will say I think playoff football is better than the yeah. Super Bowl for sure. Yep. I would agree with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That's my garbage. (laughs) The garbage of the Super Bowl is the actual game. It gets in the way of the commercials. Let's just own what it is and let's just make it it all commercials. I love it. Okay, so this is my my garbage. Very much dovetails into yours. So Mm -hmm. honorable mention again to Joe Buck because he's the worst. Um, (laughs) Honorable mention also to the halftime show because I think what's happening here is that uh, it can be hit or miss. And yes. I think so. My honorable mention garbage also ties into my real honorable mention or my real garbage, which is the National Football League in general as an organization. <laughs> that is my garbage. Okay. Yes. Yep. So the National Football League football is the most popular sport in America, but there are a lot of things about it that are not great. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, as I said before, you only get 11 minutes of action for a football game that you're watching on TV. So if you're watching it live there, obviously everything hits differently when you're watching it there. But right. if you can afford to go to a football game, good for you, because I can't. Um, they are <laughs> And crazy I really expensive. can't afford to go to the Super Bowl. <laughs> so more reasons why the NFL in general sucks. The The main reason for me is Roger Goodell, who was the commissioner. Mm-hmm. Um, he makes $30 million a year in salary. Which seems a little bit high considering how not great he is at his job. Who deserves uh, $30 million for anything? Correct. A year. Certainly not Roger Goodell. Certainly not him. <laughs> yeah, uh, the nothing. rules are probably the least clear of any of the major sports. NFL fans have, even if you love the NFL, if you think football is amazing, you have a lot of complaints about it. And you know whose yeah. fault that is? Roger Goodell. Okay. So here are some other things. So really your garbage is Robert, Roger Goodell. Uh you know what? I think I could say that. I think I could say my garbage is Roger Goodell. I think I could say that. Is is Roger Goodell still the commissioner? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Oh. Oh, yeah. I thought he died. What? No. That was... Are you thinking of David Stern, the old uh, Maybe that's NBA commissioner? Yeah. yeah. He wasn't the commissioner anymore either. Adam Silver is the commissioner of the NBA. But anyway. Okay. okay. He also... This is one of the things that made me the most mad about him, honestly, is when he... Uh, took away the ability to do end zone celebrations or touchdown celebrations. Do you remember that? I well, um, I think you and I are on different, <laughs> maybe Level, on different sides levels of, of fandoms here. Because I'm like, stop dancing and go play football, and you're like, no! dance more. Yeah, it's exciting. Yeah. <laughs> there's so- a di- there's a difference here in like. <laughs> what we are fans of because i'm enjoyable. like that's fair let's play football i want to see fair. football nope. nope i think it's super exciting so they have 
Um, it used to be you could score a touchdown, whatever, and, and celebrate. And then there was a rule that you couldn't celebrate for more than X amount of time because it was considered unsportsmanlike, which is a mm-hmm. load. And then... No, it it is real. What? That it's unsportsmanlike to celebrate? Yes. No! Yes. No! Yeah, half of the halftime... Da- like, half... Half of those, like, celebrations are basically, like, in your face, you couldn't no. touch me. No. Yes, they are. No, nope, yeah. nope, nope, nope. Because yeah. what happened, what happened is they got they got rid of them. And mm-hmm. then they came back because people were mad because Goodell sucks. And so they brought them back. And now they do really fun end zone celebrations. Like, I've seen, like, Duck Duck Grey Duck by the Vikings. I've seen um, choreographed, like, to in sync in the end zone. So, like, players practice end zone dances together, and it is so fun. It is so fun. I love it. I love um, it. Again, I want them to get back to the football game. So, sorry, Chris, <sighs> am I complaining too much on my <laughs> podcast that I created with my friends? Maybe. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. So, something else. Roger Goodell wanted to make the game safer, which is when the shield got added to the logo of the NFL, which really Mm -hmm. just means he buries concussion reports, makes convoluted rules for who can get hit and when, and takes the takes the fun out of, you know, stuff. So because here's the thing. Football is a dangerous sport. Yep. Okay. Mm -hmm. Everybody there is adults and they know what's happening. Everybody understands the risks that they're taking. Everybody understands all that stuff. Great. Does the NFL need to be accountable for um brain injuries that are that happen during the sport absolutely do players need to be aware that that will happen absolutely so trying to take away too much of the physical contact of football waters down the sport and then makes it unenjoyable it makes it unplayable players don't understand what to do referees don't know how to do rules whatever so it's stupid um finally finally i swear to god i'm gonna wrap it up here we go I have so much more here that I could say, but I'm not. Okay. (laughs) Remember how there is literally still, and this the year 2020, a national football team that is a racial Mm. slur. There is a team that is a racial slur in 2020. Yes. And Roger Goodell is going to stay in his position because he makes so much money for the owners. So, yep. Well, yeah, because some people are bringing up the fact that the Chiefs is problematic. And the Chiefs, I don't think, is necessarily problematic on its no. own. Um, I no. think some of the celebration things that they do are mm-hmm. are racist mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and and need to be changed. But, like, I, I, yes, but there is there is a team that is. Right. And they're, like, right. the team in the nation's capital, which should be a place that is pretty sensitive to. Right. Right. Things like racial slurs, but right. apparently not. Nope. Not, so the, not this right. America. Yeah. The Chiefs are a, like a title or a rank, though. Yeah. So that makes a little more sense to me. It is yeah. still, right, like there's racial, you know, yeah. uh, pieces of that for sure. But yeah, no, it's not Redskin. That's not great. Yeah. It's not real great. So it's just not surprising. Uh, football, football is problematic in a lot of ways. Yes. It just really, it just really, really is. So it is. Yeah. It it's is. A good, okay. It's a good garbage. It's not as good as how bad the Super Bowl game is, but it's good. <laughs> Roger Goodell is my garbage of the Super Bowl. You know, what's great too is that whenever Goodell is like, whenever he like, is like says hello or something at a public venue, like he gets booed like crazy. Yeah. Like all the time, all the time. He is there because the owners want him. Yeah. There. Fans do, you- do not want him there. At all. Do you think he knows they're booing him or does yes! he think oh, they're God, being like, yes. Oh, God, good. yes. Good. 
Nope. <laughs> I was saying boo earns. No, it's the idea that like he's making $30 million a year. Yeah. He can get booed on a public stage. Oh. I would get booed on a public stage for $30 million a year. Sure. I'd get yeah. booed on stage for $3 million a year. <laughs> yes, correct. Fine, so, I don't care. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So yeah, he's well aware it's for him. He yeah. also knows that we do not employ him. Mm, good point. So... Anyway, okay, that's it. Yeah. I've got to be done. All right, what is your, <laughs> what is the best part of the Super Bowl? What is your gold? Um, so my honorable mention for gold is the halftime show because there are times when when it is good. Yes. the halftime show is good. When it is yes. not so good, it it is rough. But but you know the the year that it was Katy Perry and it was going real, real bad. And then Missy Elliott appeared. I was like, Oh, thank goodness. Like, and the, the like, or when Lady Gaga or Lady Gaga jumped off the top of the stadium, I'm like, this is cool. Like this is the kind of spectacle you don't see anywhere else. Like you wouldn't see this in a live concert. Lady, Lady Gaga does not jump off high things in her concerts. I don't think, I don't know. She might. She's great. I hope she does. But my gold of the Super Bowl is the food. So don't even pretend that you don't use Super Bowl Sunday, even if you're not a football fan, to eat junk food. And um, more than likely, you are headed to a Super Bowl party with people, which means there will be a spread of junk Mm -hmm. food for you to eat. Um, And so I did a little research for my gold, obviously, because food. Uh, So mash.com listed the most popular... Super Bowl Sunday snacks or, yes, or foods yes. that are ingested. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> uh, meatballs are a big, oh, are a big hit. Yes, yes. Pigs in a blanket. Yes. Also a big hit. Pizza, obviously. Obvi. Um, wings. Yes. But what I really want to dive into, because I do think that this is the goldest of the gold of the food of the Super Bowl. I is hope it's going to be what you say it is. Okay, go. Dips. <laughs> I, I was I gonna say buffalo to chicken dip, but that, yes, oh, I will accept yes. all dips. Yes. yes, uh, yes, yes so yes. queso, yes. Oh, queso, yes. Guac, yes. Taco dip, yes. Seven layer dip. I don't know yes. what's in those seven layers. Just magic. Um, yes. But the goldest of all the golds of of the goldest of the golds of the golds of the golds <laughs> is buffalo chicken dip. Yeah. Which, um, if you are interested in making buffalo chicken dip at your house. Buckle up. It is a can of canned chicken, because some people use fresh, but why would you? (laughs) (laughs) Buffalo sauce. Uh Uh-huh. Then a whole, like, more cream cheese than there is chicken and buffalo sauce combined. Correct. Correct. And then cheddar cheese and ranch. Yes. And then you just heat that up. Yeah. And then you eat it with anything that's close by. Sometimes just shovel it with your hand. I was going to say even just a spoon is fine. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that is, that is of the goldest of the goldest. It of is. Golds, You're right. Is, You're right. Is the buffalo chicken dip. But it is, right. it's an excuse for us to be able to eat. And ex- it's an yeah. excuse for us to like get funny about like, you know, so many football shaped foods are happening yeah. on Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah. But, but the food is always going to be good. Whether the halftime show is bad, whether the game is bad, right. whether Roger Goodell spends way too much time on your screen during the game, <laughs> you can stress eat the food if you're in if you are um like invested in the game you can also just eat the food if you don't care about football it is like right. it is it is the crowd bringer together mm-hmm. is 
yeah. is just this the food while you eat well, that you eat while you watch the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is it is the best. Yeah. And they're mostly so snacky things, which is fun. I mean, sometimes yeah. you can have like a chili or you can have like subs or whatever, but yeah. for the most part it is like a variety of snacky things. Yeah. Which Constantly. means you eat yeah. more. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely it does, and that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. God, I love buffalo yeah, yeah. chicken dip. Mm, I so I good. actually have some in my fridge right now cuz it's the morning <sighs> after. I love it. I didn't even I didn't even watch the game. I made buffalo chicken dip and then watched the Taylor Swift documentary last night. That and was I, a great life choice. It it was the best Super Bowl I've ever been to. So. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love yeah, it. That's what I that's what I did. Uh, and like I'm not even talking about like the drinking that happens during the Super Bowl right. and at Super Bowl parties because that's good too, but really it is the food. Yeah, I'm with you. It is totally the food. I'm absolutely with you. That's mm-hmm. good. It's delicious. Thank you. It's a good goal. I know, I'm so hungry. <laughs> so hungry. Yes. yes Lisa, yes. do you have a gold of the Super Bowl? I do. I do. Um, I had kind of alluded to it earlier, and we've talked about it a lot, but my gold of the Super Bowl are the commercials. Mm. Yeah. So, obviously, it's a highly watched game, so the commercials make sense to get the most viewers, and they get the most bang for their buck. Even if it's between 5 and $6 million a pop, I still think, yeah. like, thinking about how it's the most watched sporting event, people are there for parties, whatever, it makes sense to put your, your best. So, we're seeing the yeah. best commercials, the best of the best out there it's also the start of like a year so it's the beginning of the year so we're seeing a lot of like campaigns launch or whatever so we're gonna see that kind of trickle through that kind of thing so my uh research today comes from business insider these are the most unforgettable super bowl commercials and the best ever super bowl commercials so here are some of the most iconic super bowl commercials last year was the uh blood light hbo game of thrones crossover with like the dilly dilly thing that has been going on for a minute so that is definitely unforgettable um always I have forgotten about it but continue did you, did you really <laughs> yeah i don't remember oh, that at all okay well it's a thing uh always has a campaign that stood out uh this was a couple of years ago too it was like a girl so in the there's mm. a sea of like hyper masculine ads right and then they yeah. change the conversation about what it means to run and throw and pretty much do anything quote like a girl so it was really cool mm-hmm. to see um there's the budweiser's puppy love from 2014 with the dogs and the clydesdales yeah snickers started there you're not hungry you're not you when you're hungry oh my gosh so that was like a big campaign that started yeah and it started with betty white so that was really nice because she's a queen yeah yeah so snickers started that uh 2007 doritos crowdsourced a commercial spot by having different people like make commercials and submit them and i would like to give a shout out to my personal friend clay who was in one of those commercials that got shown during the super bowl whoa yeah, it was super great. So, um, 1993, there was a showdown between Larry Bird and Michael Jordan together mm-hmm. to shoot each other down for a Big Mac uh, with McDonald's. Yeah. That was a big one. Uh, Apple had one in 1984. That was a commercial. It was technically the first viral ad, which is kind of neat, that launched during the Super Bowl commercials. Um, but yeah, it was Apple's 1984 commercial, and it kind of had that um, AI vibe to it. And yeah. then finally, finally... Wendy's quote, where's the beef commercial mm. from 1984, which took petty jabs at McDonald's. And I am all about a petty rivalry. So you have a football rivalry and then you're going to go meta and have a rivalry commercial within a rivalry. And I'm here for it. Wendy's I'm here for it. So when Wendy's PR, like, cause now their social media accounts is way better than their food. <laughs> like their commercials and their wrong. social media. They, yeah. is so much better than their actual food. 
I know we've talked about this before because I feel like there are some Wendy's that are really good and I feel yeah. like those are th- in the minority. Yes. Where you go to Wendy's and everything is hot. I yeah. want that life yeah. because I don't have it. But I will follow your Twitter account all day. Yeah. When you for are sure. shady. I love it. For sure. Yes. So it. here for the shade. So, so do, here. Do you have favorite commercials from this year, Lisa? Because I do. I didn't even watch the game, but I watched Ooh. the commercials later. Oh, because the other thing, too, is as I was doing research for it and I was like doing Super Bowl commercials, it has like not all of them, but it has most of them like released even before the game because that yeah. is how big they are. And that's how much yeah. a part of the game this is. Um, I think I liked the, uh, the Post Malone Bud Light commercial. I thought that was okay. good. That one was fun. I just really like Post Malone as a human. Mm. So I think I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna go with that one. Mm. I like that one the best. Yeah. What about you? Um, my favorite is the Jason Momoa one where he comes home and is like relaxed at home and he takes off all his muscles and stuff. And he's just this really like <laughs> wimpy skinny guy who can't lift anything. And I love that Lisa Bonet is in it. Like, yes. Uh-huh. Perfect. Um, I also really enjoyed, I used to live in Winona, Minnesota. And so Winona writers commercial about Winona. um, I'm not the greatest fan of Winona, the town or the actress. Mm -hmm. Um, And I thought the commercial did an excellent job of portraying Winona as a trash town. Mm -hmm. So uh, Winona is much prettier than what they showed in that commercial. Because it looked a little (laughs) bit like... It looks like a like small town, yeah, like thing, and and Winona in in a lot of ways is very small town ish, yeah. but it it does have more things going for it than they showed in yeah. the commercial. So that's so great. What's that's great so is great. to watch my Facebook friends who live in Winona's comments about like, oh, are you kidding me? And I'm like, yeah, yeah. Sometimes sometimes it be like that though. So the commercials they can be funny, they can be serious or whatever, mm-hmm. but they're almost always enjoyable, even if they're a little odd. Like what was it? The puppy monkey baby last year, two yeah. years ago. Remember that? That was yeah. gross. Um, but it gives you something to talk about beyond just the game. So it's great for non-sports friends. It also makes sense marketing-wise. Yeah. Again, cause it's the beginning of a new year, so you get your product and message out there. And I also think a lot of the commercials tend to be a reflection of our culture and a society in a way that feels fun. Like, sometimes they can be serious or sometimes they can be silly, mm-hmm. but it's always entertaining. So if the game is not entertaining, if the halftime show sucks, at the very least, the commercials will be good. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that is my goal. Agreed. The commercials. It's a good one. Mm, thank you. It is a good one. Yes, indeed. Okay. So I like that our garbages were like about the thing that actually is <laughs> what the thing is about. And our golds are about like the side stuff that we like. <laughs> yep. Because the Super Bowl has definitely grown beyond just a football game. For uh, yes. For sure. For so. sure. Mm-hmm. All right. Are you ready for me to ask you for the <laughs> recap? No, but yes. <laughs> All right, Lindsay, hit us with the recap and tell our listeners how they can vote this week. You guys can go and vote for our garbage choices. My garbage choice of the game itself and Lisa's garbage choice of Roger Goodell and the NFL, but mostly Roger, using the hashtags Lindsay Garbage or Lisa Garbage. And you can vote for our gold choices, my gold choice of the food that you eat over the Super Bowl and Lisa's gold choice of the, oh no, the commercials. (laughs) (laughs) I, I forgot it within a minute. The commercials. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so our goal choices are the food and the commercials using the hashtags Lindsay Gold or Lisa Gold on our Instagram and Twitter accounts at Garbage Gold Pod. 
Yeah, please do that because we like to hear what you guys think. We like chatting with you about your choices. Tell us your favorite. What was the best thing you ate at your Super Bowl party mm-hmm. or by yourself? What was the best commercial you saw? Tell us all the things. Tell us all your feels. We will share those poll results as well as our favorite listener comments on the next episode. And if you haven't done so already, could you head over to iTunes or wherever it is you listen to us every week and give us a rate, review, and subscribe? That would be really great, and we would really appreciate it. And uh, like we said at the beginning of our episode, we will be having more stuff coming up on the Patreon, where you can find us, patreon.com slash garbagegoldpod. There's bonus episodes, there's extra content, uncut episodes, whatever, for a mere $2 or $5 a month. And we did have a social media comment this week that uh, the Brat Pack movies episode, episode, so our last episode, was worth the Patreon. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we did. Yeah. (laughs) So if you're like, I'm on the fence, just try it and maybe maybe listen to that. I have no idea what they're talking about because I don't, I I like blacked out. I don't remember. (laughs) (laughs) I can't remember what your gold is in the 30 seconds it takes to get from your gold to the recap. So like, you know, I don't remember what happened, but apparently it was fun so yes check it out and then yes. tell your friends about us uh nothing is better than a recommendation from a friend you tell them Seriously. about your favorite super bowl snacks why wouldn't you mm. tell them about your favorite or one of your favorites or at least a podcast you once listened to <laughs> <laughs> i like it <laughs> and then you can join us next week when we, when we deliberate the garbage and gold of appetizers yes i feel like we are just continuing along with this theme of super bowl now super bowl foods whatever but yeah it's appetizers in general yeah so Mm -hmm. pre-meal all right okay i think i think that does it for us so thanks for listening everybody and we'll catch you next time bye bye